<laughs> on that show. Oh, by the way, I was singing. Sh- oh, sorry. No, don't go into it. I was singing Show Me Your I Kitty. I want this on, on the, the record. On the record, I was singing Show Me Your Kitty theme song on the way here. Which Felt it out. Let's so I was it. doing the Show Me Your Kitty, Show Me Your Kitty, Show Me Your Kitty, Show Me Your Kitty, Kitties. And then I was like singing it to your ghosted podcast. And I was like, <laughs> thought we were dating, thought we were dating, thought we were dating, thought we were dating, ghosted. And then I was like, okay, Mindy. That's <laughs> oh a great God. one. I love right it. now, it's just instrumental. We, we don't have it? a vocal portion that we should really and we get certainly into. should that was my audition <laughs> for context uh oh, well first of all for context this is ghosted stories and oh, i'm chelsea <laughs> I'm here. and this is mindy raff hello comedian just writer every every woman she's <laughs> every woman <laughs> um but i have a web series that i did two seasons of currently on hiatus called show me your kitty where i interview people with and about their kitties and mindy was on an episode with her kitty chester mm-hmm. um and her co-parent <laughs> yes. Mark, her oh, ex-Mark, I thought and they co-parent. Chester was the name of the co-parent. No, Chester's the kitty. Okay. And then that's the theme song to Show Me Your Kitty, which I wrote and performed, NBD. Um, <laughs> and so I so appreciate good. that. So if anyone wants to check out Show Me Your Kitty, this is a shameless plug at the top of Ghosted Stories. Um, it's one also, of the best theme songs in web Well, you don't even history. know how much that means to me. And recently, I have it on, like, I printed it out and cut it out and put it like up at my desk at work because somebody recently made a YouTube comment. Um, I came here for listening the theme song, show me your kitty, show me your kitty. And I was like, yes, thank you. That's the best. Thank you for coming here for to listen. That's why we create (laughs) art. For those moments. Yes. Like for someone just one of the most touching moments of In an ESL class to go on YouTube, <laughs> find us, and then just do her best. And I appreciate it. She's probably doing like acoustic covers of it. Like, show me your oh kitty. If even, can you imagine? All right. Um, well, guys, that was fun and indulgent for me. Uh, Miranda, Hobbs, and Tanuki liked it too. So, Mindy, thank you so much for being on both Show Me Your Kitty and Ghosted Stories. Mm-hmm. I I cast Mindy on every project yes. that I do. I'm every oh, woman. Mindy Project. Oh. oh. What a Good one. rubbish show. <laughs> oh, wow, really? I've never watched it. Is that it's awful? It's unwatchable. Okay, that's why I've never watched it then. That's yeah. fine. I've only seen like three or four episodes of the first season on Hulu. I don't remember much about it. I read the pilot for like some acting for camera class like a while back. Uh, and yeah, that's the pilots. So we all have good. lukewarm feelings. I don't know. This is like so far off topic, but yeah, I feel like they just, there's nothing ever carries from episode to episode and everyone's just like weird and nothing matters and but nothing makes sense. With that being and no said, characters are consistent. Mindy Kaling, if you're listening and want to be on ghosted stories, we <laughs> huh. would love to have you. I mean, please t- strike that from the record. <laughs> yeah, we're striking. The writing is really good. <laughs> it, it, it's good writing. She's so talented. Smart, talented writing. Yeah, uh, also really good cinematography. Yeah, totally. If I don't remember it. Bright colors. <laughs> we always forget to plug this on top, I feel, but ghosted stories podcast at Gmail. Email us if you're Mindy Kaling or anyone who just has a ghosted story to share. Uh, if you just have a question, common concern about dating, ghosting, actual ghosts, cats, we're here to listen. Um, Mindy, yes. we want to get into some topical shit here before we touch upon your ghost story you are or Because you fired stories. up about this topical listen, shit. Listen, okay, okay. I am sort of fired up. I think those since, and did we kind of tease this? I forget if we sort of teased that we might talk about this on a past episode or not, but... I think I actually, in the few days that I brought it up to Aaron and was fired up, feel differently <laughs> already. I've talked to several people and I feel right. like I've come the whole way around. Now maybe I have medium feelings about what, it. What well, are you fired up about? Let's Shelley. channel your fired up feelings and then let us know your progression. Okay, great. So here's the thing. I have always had very strong feelings about not getting plus ones to weddings because I think it's a chip on my shoulder that I have because I am oft single. Like I'm most often in my life single. I've had, I'm in a relationship now that I've been in for about a year prior to that. I was in like a year and a half, two year relationship. And then I was in like an eight month relationship in terms of like, not just casually, like we're monogamous calling each other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever in the course of my 35 years being alive. So I'd say on the lower end, like, so most often being Mm -hmm. single, not often in a relationship. And so I've often felt that I'm sort of 
I, I, if I'm invited to a wedding, I can understand that if you're like in college, if you're like right out of college, if you're in your early twenties, it's a bunch of friends, it's all a group of friends and you're going to know people there and we're all just young and having fun. And yeah, maybe you're dating or in a relationship, but like the person getting married doesn't know the person in a relationship with like, what the fuck ever we're 23. We're going to get drunk. We're going to all have a fun time in a group, live your life. But then as I got older and I would see that I was the one being invited just as a single person with no plus one and all of my friends who were married, I went to a very conservative college. So a lot of my friends got married early on and from a small town, lots of my friends get, got married early on or just for other reasons, not stereotypically because of those things. Although in my case, I think it was stereotypically <laughs> because of those things. But, um, you know, I, at one point had sort of this moment where I was like, hold on a fucking second. Why do I, at what point am I just an adult who can be afforded the opportunity to just bring a companion, especially if you're traveling, especially if perhaps you don't know a ton of people at the wedding or if the people you know at the wedding are all coupled up. Also, I agree with you. It's complicated because it's like a budget thing. A hundred percent. At the same time, there's a certain value placed on a very specific social construct of what a relationship is. Yes. Which is we are married, we are monogamous, or we live together, or we've been together a certain amount of time. Yep. And because that social construct exists, and it exists within a mainstream circle of a specific traditional wedding, Mm -hmm. regardless of sexuality, regardless of gender, there is the construct of what it means to be in a real relationship. So if you are someone who let's say is polyamorous and has multiple partners or let's say just wants to date casually or doesn't want to get married but still is having like a very sex positive lovely time why should your relationship not be valued correct to be budgeted into that wedding so that annoys me because i don't think it's anyone's responsibility to give everybody a plus one for the budget at the same time if you're if everyone else is like if your other best friend, but you're not even friends with her husband, if he's invited, then the person that you want to be with should be invited too right. at the same time. Because no one's friends with both, pre- no one's usually friends with every single couple of both parties. Mm-hmm. Of course, totally. So you don't know the other half of another couple and they're invited, what makes that more valuable? Yes. So that's how I feel about that. Mindy, I love you. And that's why I want to talk about this. Well, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like if you're traveling for, or if you're expecting people to travel for your wedding. Sorry, I just have to take a pause to say that Miranda (laughs) has a cat just jumped on my lap and is smuggling me and I'm having trouble focusing and I'm. She loves anyone other than me. Basically, like if, if there's someone other than me in this apartment, she, it's love fest. I'm with that and that's not to downplay her connection with you i'm no, just saying i'm just a warm body who's not she, no. she she's just like oh are you not my mom i'm into it and then if it's just me she'll sort of begrudgingly i feel like be like oh, well it's only mom mothers around. and daughters it's a tough relationship <laughs> it's a I very think. complex it is. relationship but she loves you she's clearly taken to you <gasps> but she has claws don't be afraid to push her on the floor she has a very sh- sharp claws I'm gonna like keep your claws up okay back to so who? aaron I feel like if you're asking people to get on a plane or travel for your wedding, yeah. you need to give them a plus one just because you're basically asking them to come to a strange place and do all this stuff. And they should have a friend. They should, should have bring their best friend, bring their sister, bring right. anyone. Like, they should be able to bring somebody uh, to like share hotel costs and everything like that. And like traveling is a bitch. So I agree with that. But I think. Um, but if it's like a local wedding though, are you right? Sorry, I couldn't. There's a whole Miranda Oh, she's back. She's back. There's a whole Miranda Hobbs clapping. off of my body because she like glommed onto my like, my like, my knit leggings. And I was like, be cool, Mindy, you're on a podcast, but there's a kitten stuck to your body. And I wanted to focus because you were saying the things I agree with. But I was like, but still there's a kid stuck to your body. Okay, I'm fine now. The claws were sharp. That's fine. Keep us updated, please. Fine. People tune in. It's like 80% for dating commentary and relational commentary and like 20% cat updates. Yeah, just what's happening with the cat. The hot topic is the cat. No, I agree. If you're traveling, you should should be able to take it. be afforded to bring someone and not be like, hey, how about just, and not, I mean, I guess not to say too, I also have strong feelings about maybe not strong feelings is the wrong word, but it's like, yeah, sure. Traveling alone can be enjoyable sometimes or like whatever. It's not like, you know, well, you, have, to have, choice. Opinion, you don't like, have to bring like, somebody if you don't right, want to, but exactly. you should but be like, given the option. You should be given the option. I don't think it matters if you're traveling or not though. I think that it's a concept of you're going to have an experience where the majority of people are going to be having a companion. A companion. Yeah. 
therefore, if you want to bring a companion, whether it's a friend or a lover, yes. you should be able to if they're budgeting in couples. And I think that this is where it gets tricky, too, because this is something where I'm sure if if and when I decide to have a traditional wedding or whatever and and um, are, are, am actually faced with a budgetary constraints, obviously I understand that weddings are insanely expensive. And, you know, as my my friend, one of my friends who was talking about it put it, she was like, some people just really are funny about not having having people at their wedding that they don't know or like not wanting to budget in for these people they don't know. And, and of course that makes sense, but you kind of touched on this, Mindy. There's still always that gray area of like, okay, I'm just maybe have been dating someone for six months, but it's really serious. They're the love of my life. To me, it's like you're saying, Mindy, everyone contextualizes relationships differently, like not just in the societal norm that we've developed. And like, to me, it's as serious as this person that is living with a, a boyfriend, but somehow, let's say the bride is Karen. Karen is like not met the guy I've been dating it's for so six months. So close to my name, it's hard to not take offense. <laughs> let's call her Karen. But like, if I let in like, let's say that Karen, the bride, has not met the guy I've been dating for six mm-hmm. months seriously. And she has also not met the guy our friend has been living with for a year and a half. But just, but then she's allowed so he can so he can come. And it's like, where do you? It's like that gray area. Okay, well, you don't know him, and you don't know my dude. But you say that this person, because if you're really going to draw a hard line at only people I know, then that's what you kind of touch on, Mindy. It's like, do you know every single? Do you know your fucking like cousins? wife all the time or things like that where it's like but then you're not going to invite them so you're like well I don't know her as well it's like what like at a certain point you either personal right when it comes down to it it's not really like it's not really about you and it's not really about your date it's like this couple is just probably going through the minutiae of the hell that I'm assuming it is to plan a wedding because I've been putting off planning one for like (laughs) almost (laughs) two years right right and so it is a big pain in the ass when you when you think about doing it so you really don't you stop caring about other people. Yeah, because it, it is. It's your and a lot of places have like um, limits on the amount of people. So it's sure. like basically, I'm like I understand that. Like I understand your frustrations, but also like I do think there's a difference if you have been if you live with somebody and you've been with them for a year and a half versus somebody who's been dating someone for six months. Like ultimately, the person living together they could break up, and you and this person could end up together forever. But I think that it's sort of like you have sort of made uh, like a social statement like that I'm sort of really in this in a way that if you were just have been dating someone for six months. And also yeah. the save the dates I disagree with so that, early. but I know where you're coming from. I know you're coming from, but that's like I agree to what you're saying, Mindy. Like that goes back to the whole what who's to say what – how your I guess relationship the couple, is being I guess like the valued says that they do value yeah. it a little bit they get they i guess because it's their wedding and they're paying for it unless it's like a cash bar they which can then decide. they're not going no <laughs> but if then they, your friends are monsters and don't be friends with my them my friends are not and i ghost them <laughs> <laughs> no but if if yeah it's their it's their production so if i guess if they decide it you they're putting value on the guests and they're deciding that so I guess it's something you have to like accept. But I kind of, well, two thoughts. First of all, I also want to throw out there that my stance is that at a certain point, even if I was single or just whatever, dating casually, whatever the situation is, single in the eyes of the bride and the groom, um, like we were saying, like I think you just, at a certain point, as an adult, you should just budgetarily plan your wedding to accommodate your guests and like and make sure that they're comfortable and afford them a plus one if there's if most people are getting a plus one just by virtue of that they happen to be married or happen to be living together also controversial hot take i think that (laughs) new segment um It's going to, that's, intro music is going to rival Shamir Kitty. It's going to take the world by storm. Controversial, (laughs) controversial, controversial, hot take. So I think that I sort of view my wedding, if I, if and when I would ever have a traditional wedding, that 
ultimately it's more, yes, it is your day, but it's for, you're really doing it or you should think of it, I think, as like for your guests and your friends and family. Like you're trying to, maybe this is my crippling, like sincerely crippling, I'm, I'm in therapy. I'm my head, I'm like, my head. Like people pleasing codependency. But like, shouldn't you be thinking that, that I'm doing this for my guests and trying to make no. them feel comfortable this and, is how and we accommodate know them? Never planned a wedding or been close to someone planning a wedding because people try to run rimshot over you when you're planning a wedding like I've had three of my closest girlfriends all get married within the past few years and so the sorry. amount well the <laughs> amount of stuff I mean I was none of their bridesmaids so it was great congratulations but um uh but yeah but it's like the amount of shit that I watch them have to put up with from their guest and from the family and from extended family and wanting to invite this one and wanting to invite that one and why can't this one come like you have to put your you have to put your foot down somewhere and so so for them if it's like that you've been dating someone for 6 months or that uh you weren't dating somebody when the save the dates went out when those lists were finalized that's what it is and also like if you're a grown up then honestly don't go if you don't want to go if you're uncomfortable going someplace by yourself don't you are a grown up you can say no like people think sometimes that wedding invitations are like a, like a summons like, like say no, <laughs> but what if I want to go, but I just feel slighted that it's like, oh, I have to make the choice and say, well, if you're like really close with them, you could be like, hey, I just started dating someone. Right. I'm not sure what your budget is. Do I have room for a plus one? I don't think there's anything wrong with asking that the people might be annoyed and feel guilty. But if right. But if they're your really, Ultimately, really good we're friends, all adults, they're going to know they, that you're in a relationship anyway. Right. And then we can all be adults and say, oh, this person's asking politely. I can politely respond and no and one will be like, upset. Sorry, like, yeah, their cutoff right. has already happened. I wish right. we knew we're literally only doing married couples, blah, 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 whatever. Because people have like, right. you draw lines. Like, right. But I get where you're coming from. But I don't agree that the wedding's for other people. Other no. people. It's absolutely not for them at all it's for you and they get to like hopefully enjoy, enjoy themselves because ultimately you're there to pay tribute and support. That's a hundred percent experience. No, I mean, that is totally and that's true. What I think about weddings too. It's like part of the wedding and having the party afterwards. It's sort of a, like, these are the people who have helped us in our relationships, helped shape who we are now. And, brought us to this place where now we're like whole people who can now get married and if that's the so, case of the wedding if it's like a wedding where they're having like 600 people and like i mean then that's like right. trust Ridiculous. funded and you don't get a plus one i'm like fuck you <laughs> oh well, right. obviously yeah that's but isn't it also so we're not talking like, about that we're talking about like smaller you know, weddings. that happens too you like, know yeah we are like but wait a minute also i don't get a plus one and there's 900 people well, right. that's that's wands. yeah <laughs> yeah like maybe we could do one less ice sculpture and like my boyfriend could be here but that happened to me this summer it's controversial because they came back and told me that he was invited but i don't think he was uh -huh. was that for my cousin got married in chicago and pat wasn't invited even though we had been living together at that stage for two years wow but i was like yeah fine i didn't give a shit because it's also like i understand weddings are really expensive that they had a very small wedding at a venue that i'm sure had like a very tight cap right so i was like i think the wedding is about the couple and i think like listen i'm getting a free meal in an open bar and I'm happy to be there, but I but I totally understand the expense that's involved. Like weddings are absolutely they're like the average wedding is now thirty two thousand dollars. Like that's Which a is crazy. lot of money. It's insane. So it's like it's I crazy. totally understand. I'm like, yeah, if you if you listen, Pat, I love him, but like he's you know, he's fine. He'll be okay <laughs> me for a night. But it's also expensive to bring a date too, unless they're paying for themselves. Like if yeah, you bring a, a date, point. like if you if it's your person's wedding and you bring a date, do you pay for their flight? Do you pay? It's for like you're their entertaining airfare? this person now. If they're like, yeah, that's a yeah, that's an interesting point. Like, hey, I'm asking you on this expensive date. But then you like, have to give like when you give the check to the couple, you have to give it for both of you, right. obviously. Yes, because you're tr you're trying to make them break even I, uh, with. Well, yeah. Meaning, like you have right, like you wouldn't invite a date and say, "Hey, give me half of this." Probably, unless they right. are like your no, partner you have to up or your whatever gift, yeah. Annie. Well, right, exactly. If, if you're giving like money, you have to give for two. I think right. in this manners is you give for two. I don't know. My partner's Croatian, and in Croatia, they literally there's no like registry. They don't give a about gifts. It's all about like the money. You you know how much the wedding costs. It's very transparent. And everyone gives a specific amount of money so that the couple 
pays off their wedding. Oh, that's oh. fucking. That's the point of I it. I get married in Croatia. Wait, so like you. you'll, you'll be like, listen, it's two ninety four a person or something. It kind of, it's kind of this known thing how much it is. So it's there's no like schmaltzy. Uh, that's awesome rhymer I don't know there's no I mean I could yeah. be totally generalizing but I just remember I've only been to one wedding but yeah. I remember talking about it and she's like no this is how much money you give because we know how much weddings cost and right. for every person you pay off right. your portion right. so they can break even that's what right. you do I always do or yeah, more, well, a little bit more a little bit Italian more. American so it's just, it's just cash Pat's, Pat's like very nervous the idea that if we got married that people would show up with gifts to the wedding he finds that to be ridiculous <laughs> and I'm like it could Same happen I'm from She's New like, England I do not want stuff no yeah. stuff but I'm like That's I can't hilarious. tell people what to bring or what not right. to bring like it's gifts but yeah it's always like at a minimum I think it's like a hundred dollars right. a person and then up from there. I don't think I've ever thought about it that way. I just always bring cash because I'm like, that's what I would want. And I don't want to carry a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, of course. Um, all right. I feel like we covered some ground there. But what is your so what is your feeling feel, now about it? Well, I guess it's like after um, in thinking maybe we should talk about this on a topical shit. I was kind of asking some other people their opinion. And I was like reminded of a wedding I went to where it didn't occur to me or I kind of wasn't. And again, not that I am, not that every time I get invited to a wedding, I feel some type of way about it. I think sometimes I'm like, well, yeah, it's not even, I don't give a shit because I know a ton of people there and it's like, it is what it is. But then it's just in the, some instances where it feels like, I don't even know that many people. Like what the fuck is going on or why am I even invited? Which to your point, of course, then maybe just don't go. But, um, yeah, I mean, sure. Whatever. I get it. I get the, over the course of talking to people, I came back around to being like, okay, maybe it's not so much. I think I'm just projecting a lot of, I feel some type of way about put in some type of box because most of the time I'm single. And it's like, when do I just get to be an adult who is afforded the same sort of courtesies that mm-hmm. married people or whatever get? I you know, I think that's sort not of stemming what from the actual wedding situation is probably stemming from a amalgamation right is that a word i'm tired yeah, sure it's stemming from like a buildup of i think when you're at a certain age and you're not socializing romantically in the way that's people think you should be by a certain age that people do have some moral social prejudices right. against you and it's tough to kind of make that work and not feel slighted right and i think it's weddings it's being invited to dinner parties in a certain way it's your time is less valuable perhaps because you don't have a kid or you don't have a partner whatever that means it's like oh you must have more free time versus like oh wait no just because i'm single doesn't mean i have more time just means i don't have a partner right so there's like all these little things that add up so i think that wedding issue is probably just like one stick Totally. Part of that whole, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I'm glad that Miranda Hobbs is still on your lap. (laughs) She is chilling. She's not, she's no longer like, um, uh, (laughs) scratching me in a, in a dominant way. I was like, I'm going to sub this. (laughs) I'm going to be the sub and try to just enjoy this pain (laughs) because she is scratching me up. (laughs) Miranda, do you want to go to a wedding with me? I'll put you on my purse. Um, all right. You should definitely not be able to bring cats. No. That would all be right. ridiculous. Let's start that discussion. No, just kidding. Um, all Unless right. it's a kitty wedding, and then obviously. And then obviously all bets are off. Only kitties, and then no humans, only kitties. Okay, Mindy, yep. let's get into it. Yeah. So you're the best. I just said you yo. keep shaking your head no. I was do like, you not yo. want to do this? No, let's get into it. <laughs> we can wrap up now. I think we had a great yeah. discussion. No, let's get into it. Um, you were one of the first people I met when we started doing when I started doing stand-up. Yeah. And someone introduced us and uh-huh. said, oh, my God, Chelsea, you remind me of my friend Mindy. You guys should be pals. And so then we just were. So that mm-hmm. worked out great. Um, you just took a one-woman show to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I did. Which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and you are doing a podcast now also? We can yes. plug more of this at the end. I just wanted to contextualize you for the people a little bit. Plug it up. Um, <laughs> so... We want to get into some of your ghosted stories or just dating craziness stories or whatever, what have you. But first, we do this segment on every episode of Ghosted Stories so that people can envision you in their mind's eye. Who would play you <laughs> in the movie of your life? Oh, man. Who, who do, you, do, you, do you get? Do you have a celebrity doppelganger? I mean... And don't look to us for answers because we're not... Although I have one, but it is out there. I, I, have a, I think it, for me, it, if we could go through the years. Mm-hmm. 
I think we presently, I mean, I would like it to be like a cross, like a weird cross between like Maya and Bialik, Bette Midler, Barbara Streisand, and then the girl (laughs) from Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. (laughs) You're like, who are the most famous Jewish women? Yeah, basically. (laughs) Who are the Jew broads that people wanted to fuck? (laughs) That's who I want to play me in a movie. She looks Jewish, but I still fuck her. That's Hollywood Jew. That's, are you listening, Hollywood? (laughs) No, yeah. um, yeah. Those are all great. Yeah, someone just told me I I thought I looked like, who was it? See, I'm not going to remember now. It's okay. Take your time. I don't know. She's the millennial, and I was like, that's very sweet. Mm -hmm. She's a young, she's a young sprout. Um, Is she TV, film? Things. You know, it's not. I'm not Zoe Deschanel. That's very sweet. Carly Rae Jasper. I am definitely Zoe's like older Jewish sister. I don't know why I'm Jewish because she's a tiny little schnozzy. <laughs> mm. Who a are you going to say? Who's we? Oh, well, I just watched a great documentary on Netflix called One of Us. I don't know. This might become off as... Oh, no. Do uh, we are in too deep? Right. Is Mindy going to be like, God And it's about you for it's about this. Hasidic people who leave Hasidism and you look like you look like the main girl to the point where you walked in and I was like, did this go to escape Hasidism? Can, we, can I pull up her <laughs> photo like right now? Yeah, Google it. We have to Google it. I should just put, yeah, I. Listen, she's getting her life together and she got custody you, of her kids. You know when you first start like acting or comedy or mm-hmm. doing something creative and you, when you're a young person and you don't know how, what your type is, you're in not denial about your type, but. You're like, I you, just look like a me. Yeah. You haven't been typed by people who suck yet, but you haven't been typed by like white men basically yet <laughs> for your like, uh, fuckability, I guess. So you don't understand how that ranks in like a weird mainstream totally. stupid spectrum totally i remember the first time someone Wait, told me they already had someone jewish on the roster for some agency and i remember thinking like but well, i look like that- meg ryan like i don't understand <laughs> why this is happening oh no <laughs> wait let me see oh let me see okay should we post this on our website right. i mean a little bit whatever maybe it's the hair she had really short i don't see it but i've known mindy a long time Listen, it's hard. It's hard. It's oh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I think maybe. That's better than. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to go home now. No, no. They're she's lovely. I think she because she was in like a very Hasidic wedding dress. Yeah, I got, she was like, in a wedding dress. It was a little triggered and I'm having like a rash on my tits <laughs> right gonna now. Fine. Never mind. We're going to strike hold, this all for the record as well. I'm not doing great tonight. To your it's heart. fine. I need some Valium. No, right. that, no, she's, no, she's lovely. She's, she's a pretty girl. Yeah, she, no, she is really pretty. I think it was the wedding, the wedding dress that triggered me. You really are <laughs> getting schwitzed. I'm so sorry. Fine. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, engaged for almost two years. Old. <laughs> Listen, just be engaged forever. Well, so Honestly, yes. Let's also talk about so before you go into any of your stories, stories that you want to take us on a journey through. Yeah. Give us sort of your relationship, contextualize your relationship history for us, or your relationship gal. Are you yeah. dating? Are you what's going on? Tell the I've people. just started. I've just started to think about seriously dating. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, I um, was in a monogamous relationship for all of my twenties um, with my lovely, uh, now very good friend, ex boyfriend, and whom you share the kitty who with. I co kitty parent with. Though I'm more of like a absentee mom. <laughs> And um, now I have a lovely partner, Antonia. We've been together for six, yeah, almost six wow. years now. Wow. Um, we got engaged a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. I think it was like a little under two years ago. Yeah, I would say um, under two years. And we're polyamorous. So she, we, yeah. So we've been open since we started. Um, but I've been not really interested in dating anyone just because I feel mm. like when you do comedy, that's your other relationship? 100%. just don't have the bandwidth no. to do much else besides writing, comedy, freelance, partnership, maybe yeah. friends. Mm. Like, that's it. Because you're on a totally different schedule, too, because a lot of times you have commitments at night, and then what are you going on, like, breakfast dates? Maybe. Yeah. Like, and like I'm, like a gi- gi- I'm, like, a giver. Like, I really, I'm not a casual person, so it's really hard for me to be, like, yeah, like, what I like, I'll, like, be writing you poems probably for the first year, and, like, right. I, I get... 
I don't know. It was a long courtship. Yeah, yeah. you'll get like a mixtape on cassette and like, <laughs> I'm mean, like a crazy, like uh, a little too much too soon, but that's my style. <laughs> so for me to be like, oh yeah, I'll just have another girlfriend like, or a boyfriend. It's like, what? Like that's, but, uh, but lately I've been like, you know, that would be kind of be fun. And as things are like, you know, your, your schedule becomes not more free, but more your tasks are managed better and you're like, I don't know, things are like structured out in a way that suits you and you're not, yeah. you realize now how not to burn out and how to like balance your life. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, th- and I see how happy like she is in her other relationship too. And I'm like, oh, like I didn't really date a lot when I was in my twenties. Yeah. I have this weird, not weird, but like rare, not even rare, just like a choice that I've made to have this opportunity to date in my thirties when I'm like confident and I know myself. Right. I should uh, try that. Take advantage of it. Kind of. And yeah. to date with a, when <laughs> to date while you're engaged is w- kind of weird, but also really fun because you have like a loving partner mm-hmm. who actually cares about you. So I can kind of right. have that support. So I've just started. So like, I think I'm going to, I made a deadline to go on Tinder by like November 1st. <laughs> I love, a, I love a you dating app like deadline. A yeah. I'm a very task. Like <laughs> I project manage everything. So I'm like, okay, by November 1st, you'll go on by October 30th. You'll pick your pictures. Well, and this is going to come out after that deadline. So I feel so like I should follow up with you and I'll record a little addendum. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to do, tin- I'm gonna do Tinder and deadline. Bumble simultaneously. <laughs> Look for Mindy on Tinder. And if you, if you want any, not, we have no actual um, skill at this, but some people have written to us and asked us to critique their dating profiles and it's pictures. It's our favorite thing to do. I'm just putting it out there. No, Mindy. I I'm want you saying, to do it. I'm not saying we're good at it. Because it's going to be a shit show because <laughs> I, I haven't been on, I've never online dated you, ever because I've always been in a relationship. The gap between your, the long term, oh no, is this a bad question? No, I was going to say it was like three weeks or something. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was not, I was not like single and I'm using quotes because we're open, but I I wasn't like, yeah, I had, uh, yeah, so I've never, (laughs) and before Mark, it was, there was no Tinder or we were together for seven years. So I think it was like MySpace and Friendster. Right, Friends. you weren't really. You could like get on Craigslist. Yeah, people were like jadeating, but it was like, yeah, it wasn't as there was more shame associated with online dating then, which is so weird mm-hmm. to it think was, about right now. It is I weird know, to yeah. think when it was like more stigmatized, but because right, because in the new and Mark, I forget how you met. It wasn't like it was like mutual friends or something. We met through was, mutual yeah. friends, but we, <laughs> I think my comedy MySpace page liked his like band MySpace. Page. <laughs> 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 we like MySpace met first. <laughs> That's so fun. So you did kind of online date. We yeah, <laughs> I think I saw his band play through a mutual friend. Okay, see, oh, that's really cute. And then Antonio, you worked we, together. Yeah, with, right? we worked together yeah, for a number right. of years, and we're, right. we were friends for a long time. Right. So and then it evolved. Right. And then it, yeah. Um. <laughs> and then I was single and ready to hook up <laughs> with someone at work. Go. And then just hold, get meat hooks, and then not let go. Yeah, it's like we're gonna have some <laughs> rebound work sex. And I'm like, and now it's six years later. <laughs> <laughs> like, oops. Oops. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So with that context, I guess, like what sort of what stories did you have in mind that you wanted to share with our listeners? Do you have any really do is the, the actual topic of or act of being ghosted or ghosting people something that resonates with you, something you have experience with? It or? actually really does. And not because I've been out there dating. I mean, I dated a lot pre my long-term relationship so this would probably be like right when i moved to new york so this is like early 20s dating or college dating mm-hmm. and the term wasn't ghosting it was just like i don't know that he's just not that into you sure that yeah. kind of thing but i've been thinking a lot about actually the concept of saying no to people and how to like let go of people in your life or how other people let you go and i think we're like doing it all the time and not just dating so i've just been thinking about sure how I probably have been trying to health like like maybe like slow ghost people or slow ghost mm-hmm. things and also as I'm starting to date I'm not on the apps now but I have been like casually dating right and it is interesting to me where I always feel like I need to follow up no matter what and tell people everything mm-hmm. like too much information Listen, like here's what's been going on with me this week i just <laughs> yeah like we can't too go much. out with you because yeah no i of course relate to that so i don't think i could ever really go someone but then i'm not dating that much but i do have a tendency to like let someone know everything that's going on in my head regardless of how well i know them i'm an overshare and i feel like i'd be like 
so I really like kissing you, but like, uh, blah, 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 and yada, 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 yada. And like, I would give them like a, ch- a novel <laughs> of like why we won't have sex. <laughs> right. Right. So they would know everything. Right. And I would expect someone to do the same if you're listening and you find me on Tinder. <laughs> so do you want, so you would prefer. That's a lot. Yeah. I know. You would prefer the over explain more than just a ghosting or, yeah, a, or, a, or a white lie. Would you rather a white lie? Would you rather someone just kind of be like, listen, my no. situation no, changed. No, because you I know a white lie. Right. They're like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. And you're like, no, you just don't want to fuck me. And that's right. okay. <laughs> just tell me. I would right. rather, I just want to know. Not knowing to me is like. I think anxiety loops. You can either stories I will create. Right. I would rather know, but it's also no one's obligation to tell you these things. Well, right. And Just that's but yeah, but when somebody lies to you, that is what drives you insane. It's that's more the, the falseness. Lie. Yeah, that you're just like, and then you attach to where like if they just told you whatever the truth was, you would just be able to move on so much faster. Right? Well, yeah, because you're you're processing the lie and like it's kind of gaslighty. It's like yeah. yeah, wait, but I. Like the vibe I got was that we had no sexual, like we had no chemistry, but you're telling me we did, but you're just not ready to date. I don't think that's true. And like, yeah. why are you, si- I don't know. And I'm not stupid and don't treat me like I'm stupid. And let me try to uncover this lie. And then you're just right. knee deep. Yeah. And you're too far. I mean, your early twenties, I feel like you're, we're so bad at communicating. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still are, but right. I'm trying to be better about more direct communication. And right. I feel like passive aggressiveness and people pleasing has been a big problem of mine for many years. So yeah dating in early 20s I remember being like just say what you feel but I couldn't and then people wouldn't do it back and it would drive me crazy right. and I feel like ghosting I I don't know but I have a feeling that a lot of it has to do with like people just not being able to deal with sure. being vulnerable and confrontation right. of course and Cowardice. to me that just seems like what a waste of what a waste of an opportunity right. so I am all about just like even if it's one line like I didn't enjoy kissing you Ooh! because then it's like that that's it that's totally good reason for not wanting to buy like buy someone dinner or having them buy you dinner or to like continue to spend time with someone if they did not enjoy kissing you right Right. but people are so afraid of hurting people's feelings and uh, yeah that's what it comes down to and then what's this person but it's like ultimately when you think it through what is it it's like great it's and then ego. there's a billions upon billions of people out there that you can find that will enjoy kissing you and those are the people you can find. you know what i mean it's like what the fuck does my opinion matter of you like mm. person that i've gone on a couple of dates with but or would whatever. that turn you on if someone was like i didn't enjoy kissing you would you be like it's a challenge i'm gonna like because some people like it <laughs> some people would feel that way a hundred percent some i don't think i would people who right? should maybe would talk like, to somebody okay. would feel that way i would Stop be like i'm gonna just uh, hide in a hole real fast but i think would you feel turned on by that no no i would just be like thank you for being honest. No, I wouldn't say thank you. <laughs> I might say likewise <laughs> just to, for ego. Oh, for sure. Totally. Because ego is really hard dating. It's oh, like God. all ego. You have to like let it. It's really ego is. Man, I don't know. That's what I'm nervous about is like I've been working so hard doing comedy and shit not to like focus on ego and just try to be vulnerable and like right. be a person versus like uh, ego, a ball of like crappy sure. ego on stage. And I'm doing fine with it but then once i started dating i feel like the ego is going to come back and like they better love you i love how right when you said that i forgot that miranda's on your lap and i just saw her head poke up she was like yeah i remember you yeah ego <laughs> she's like yeah ego. i mean that is the whole like that is the if everybody could let go of ego then i think like the world would just be the world place. would be Everything different would be great. Yeah. but <laughs> Yeah. But then we know maybe we wouldn't get out of bed. Maybe sometimes it motivates us. What? Oh, I guess so. But I was never somebody to fight for anyone. Like, I feel like if ever my friend and I both liked the same guy, I'd be like, oh, then I guess it's you. Like, I would never be like, let's see how this ends. I'd be like, yeah, it seems like he's probably he's probably going to fuck you. And that's fine. I was exactly the same, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, I would like lie and be like, oh, I don't like him or I don't like them. And then like secretly pine. Well, I mean that. Yeah, that too. Listen, I, I would always I back it. down. I would always be the one that backs down. I'm right in my I'm diary, like, okay, like, that's fine. Lauren hooked up with Bill, and I don't. And she must have known I liked him because I was passively giving her like eye contact about it. Why doesn't she read my mind? I feel like that is though the story, total or different subject. The story of my life of like a friend knowing that I like a guy, and then that girl getting together with that guy what that's happened to me like four or five times <gasps> in my life that's um, that's a lot of times mm-hmm. yes isn't it? it's interesting that's 
And I never say anything about it. To this day, none of those friends, I'm still friends with most of those girlfriends, and I don't think any of them know that I ever even felt that way. Wait, so the friend knew you liked someone and they hooked up with the person? Is Yeah. And in, in but like one instance, spoken. dated them for a long time. Can you tell us one of these stories in as vague terms as possible? I'll tell you very vague terms. Yeah, it was... Um, I mean, the two that I guess come to mind at the top of my head of the several of different varying levels of whatever. I mean, there was one dude in high school that I disliked for years. And I feel like it was such that I mean, everyone knew that this was like, yeah. and, but it was also a guy that several girls like had a crush on or whatever. And in my friend group and there was a particular like But in high like, school, you summer, always know who likes everybody. Like that is exactly, what you spend like, all well, your time person, on. Like, that's yeah. Person, yeah. That person's out. Exactly. And like, yeah. Oh my God. And I remember we like went to, um, Disney World on a band trip because Whoa. I was a baller and <laughs> um, we were like sitting in the same seat me and this guy and like holding hands and being all flirty and within like several like a less than a week of getting back another girl that was one of my best friends like was dating him mm. and I found out from another and I was like oh that's interesting but instead of being like talking to either one of them I mean we're in fucking eighth grade so like right. what's even happening but oh okay you know what I mean but instead okay. of being like <laughs> But then another one was um, like last week, but like two days ago. Let's call her. <laughs> let's call her Karen. What? <laughs> no, no. no, this was hey, that Karen. <laughs> In like, I guess, adult life, I had a conversation with a with a friend and was saying, you know, the, this was a guy in our mutual friend group that he and I were very close. And I had a conversation with my friend one night of saying, like, you know, yeah, it's been some weird things. Like, I just sometimes can't figure out what a relationship is. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, am I even, like, in love with him? Like, do I just have such strong feelings from him, but it's hard to, It's hard for him, but it's hard to separate. Is this even, you know, yeah. like, would it like even work? Like, it probably, it probably would, him. Yeah, I was like, it probably wouldn't even work out, but I feel like I like him sometimes, and I feel like would I want to, like, take the chance and say something to him, but would that ruin the friendship because it would mm. ever even work out? And, and like, she I hooked up with him shortly after? It was within a couple of weeks I heard from another mutual friend, like, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so, like, made out, and, like, then they dated for years. And you, wait, and she never said anything to you? No. But this is the thing. I always justified as, like, I Mm -mm. knew Mm -mm. that it would never work Mm -mm. out like there, but it's like, and she probably also thought like, Oh, it never work out. But it was just so fucking weird. We come up with a term for that. Cause that's not ghosting. What is that? Why wouldn't you even say to to what's that bird that like like, steals the other birds (laughs) eggs and then puts their own eggs in the nest? Oh, I don't know. A jackdaw. I don't know. I could nod and say yes. It's a jackdaw. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any ornithologists listening? Uh, Please let us know. I didn't even know. I now I know what ornithology means. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. I could be wrong. I was just thinking about like egg stealing and like I was. And then I just went into a weird place of okay. like I'm getting a lot of fertility ads on my Instagram oh right no. now, and I'm just like, why do they know? Like it's just weird. Like you reach a certain age, and everyone's like, freeze your eggs, and it's just like, why? And then I'm like, anyway, I'm thinking of the person who's gonna steal the crush. Right. Like the crush dealer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all. It's just weird. And I feel like though I'm and going back to different. Yeah. People pleasing, whatever. I'm just always. And it's, you know, as both of you can relate to. I'm just always like, that's that's probably fine. I never stand up for anything. I'm just like, that's fine. It is what it is. Because yeah. you also don't want to. You figure it's like, OK, well, the 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 dude in the situation, in my situation, you know, who is the love interest to me if they don't reciprocate, I just have such strong feelings and weird that go, I'm sure into, you know, deep in my psyche, my insecurities and my self-concepts and my, whatever I deal with. I never want to be that person that feels like they're chasing or that the other person thing realizes that they affected my emotions. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like that's just that vulnerable place of like I never. It's like okay, that you don't happened. want to give them the satisfaction yes. of knowing that they it's like, hurt great. you. Nobody has to know that my emotions were affected. Fuck everybody! I'm just over here ghosting your emotions. I, maybe yeah. I am. <laughs> it's like I would just rather live in that space where I'm like, okay, that's I just I don't want. This is just me personally. I don't like the idea of being the person that's like you hurt me and being the pathetic like hurt one is like you and I use those terms like I don't mean to like I realize that I'm in maybe the more extreme 
feeling of how I feel about these situations, but to me it just seems so like I like even cringe thinking about it. Going to someone and being like, "You hurt me," and I don't, which is within my right. And if someone cared about me, I should be able to say that to them. But, but I don't, I don't want to be that go, person. Like crying to her, but I think just like because I think what she should have done is after she made it, be like. What, however that happened be like yeah. we were like kind of drunk or I kind of went for it or like whatever but like I I want to talk to you about it I know first we because I we had that conversation yeah. and it happened and I and it was so fast but then now obviously I value our relationship so I want to make sure everything's okay like is it okay if I go forward whatever right yeah. I have a good story about this go on that I'll use real names even because Let's everyone comes it. off real good in this situation Karen <laughs> <laughs> listen so there's this girl named Schmelsey. <laughs> No, when I was Schmelzy in like, Schmite. what a cute yeah. name. When I was in like high school, I was probably like a junior in high school and I had my little friend Lauren and I told her that I liked this guy named, was she Bi- actually named Billy, which were your fake names, but now these are real. <laughs> oh, those were real. <laughs> and, uh, and that like, I wanted him to ask me to this dance and all this stuff. And then, um, and then Billy came up to me and he's like, oh, have you talked to Lauren? And I was like, about what? He's like, well, you need to talk to her. And I was like, okay. And then I went to her and I was like, what's, I have to talk to you about something. And she was like, yeah, she was like, Billy asked me to dance, but I said that I wouldn't go until I talked to you about it because obviously our friendship is more important. So like, let me know if you think it's okay, then I'll go. But if you feel uncomfortable about it, then I'm not going to. This girl was 15. Oh, wow. Like that was Kudos amazing. And then I was like, Future you know therapist. what? Go for it. And I don't think they ever ended up dating or anything, but um, but I was like, oh wow, that is you said go for it. Yeah, I probably I, would have been like, no, I care. And then with the wind on my sails, and I think like as it was happening, I was like, oh, this is like a real mature moment, and I think everyone else is being mature, and I need to rise to the level of maturity that everyone else is exhibiting, as opposed to like my natural state, which is like real immature, real bratty. That's where I like to go, right. but yeah. I was like, I can't because everyone else is being too goddamn adult. Right. I've never been the one to, I'm super passive and I have major fear of rejection and I've never made a move on anybody in my Ever? life. In my life. I'm 30 below. You do. <laughs> so you just like wait in the corner for someone to walk by cute? It's so <laughs> weird. I'm, I, I didn't think this about, everyone's like, oh, when you do stuff like stand up mm-hmm. or you, whatever, you, when you're on stage with a mic and was like you're so brave and you're like no this is the most cowardly thing I could do I'm in a controlled environment I wrote right. this shit right I know it's gonna happen like this is what I do right but when I'm sitting across from someone at a bar and we have shared a glass of wine and we've hung out but I'm not sure how they feel about me and all I want to do is make out with them I absolutely will not go in yeah because god forbid I they like turn their head away or say no or say I'm not interested. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but to me it just seems like not worth yeah. that risk, which mm. is crazy. I totally when I feel think that. about that. I, I, t- I totally feel that. I'm sure I'm trying to this. Well, my goal of dating now is to like, like make a move, shake it off. That's my mantra. Yeah. Make a move. Shake, shake it, it off, off. because it's make very hard move, for me. Shake I was <laughs> make a move, shake it off, make a move and shake. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I definitely want to be more direct and a little more alpha in this round of dating, especially because I'm probably going to be dating mostly women. I mean, I'm interested in men too, but I feel like I never really got to date women that much because I was yeah. monogamous with a man for so long. So it's a it's kind of a shit show with gender dynamics and alpha and sub and like who's stereotypically more masculine energy and I'm always femme energy and I'm like but I don't have to be Mm -hmm. so I'm like I'm gonna be direct and maybe I'll get ghosted or rejected on the spot but I think it'll be good. So I'm. Those it's, are the goals. That's, that's a, great. And it's that's good fantastic. practice of anything and a good mindset. And like you're right there. There's so much fucking just like dynamics to wade through. Yeah. Do you think though? Please tell me if this is a super ignorant question to ask you. Is it? Is there some level of like sort of maybe comfort or safety mm. being polyamorous dating that like. Is there a somewhat of a like cushion no fear under of being the rejection alone or something? Yeah, maybe just because it doesn't necessarily rejection is a rejection. You're gonna feel your feelings about it, but ultimately, at the end of the day, you can at least be like, "You would well, fuck you. I'm gonna have sex with my hot wife." You would think so, <laughs> and it is. I mean, you do want to go. You will go home and have sex with your hot partner, right? 
But surprisingly, it's not related unless it yeah. is related and you're like everyone's, you know, you're triading or quadding or cueling or whatever. Right. But Q-ling. if you're like polycueling or whatever, if there's multiple people, eh, there's so many books. <laughs> there's so many books. <laughs> uh, we'll put the books in the links. <laughs> uh, but surprisingly, what I've learned just being poly for so long and starting to be active and starting to like get crushes on people or like wanting to have sex with other people is that it doesn't relate to the other relationship yeah at all they're it's all a like separate lanes like, like they're it's all, a separate yeah. ventricle in your heart it's a separate ventricle in your brain in your bandwidth because everyone affects your energy differently yeah so it's not like people aren't replaceable in that way so it's not like oh you rejected me well, because I have a partner, my heart's not breaking. No, your heart is breaking. Totally. But you also have a partner, so you're going to have more fun dealing with that and eating ice cream together, but it's right. not going to replace mm-hmm. the hurt. Right. Because you still like fall in love with someone else or you'll still crush on someone else or you'll still feel rejected by someone else. Yeah. That was really surprising to me because I grew up with the construct of you have, which I'm n- not knocking monogamy at all. Like I. Yeah. I'm probably monogamous by nature. I'm all about it if that's what works for you. But I have found surprisingly because I thought I was taught that you have this person. If that person goes away, the person comes in and replaces all the things. Mm. But to me, that's just not true. We're s- yeah. Everyone's so different and we're and other people bring out different parts of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. You could have a partner you just want to like fucking go snowboarding with <laughs> or you might want yeah. another partner who you just want to like. I don't know, drink and cross stitch with and someone else just for anal. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but For it's example. Like, for example, on Tinder, just for anal. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't want it, you better tell me why with lots of paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've, so you've been in an open relationship with your current partner the entire time that you guys have been together. Mm-hmm. So was she Polly before you and then... How did that um, discussion happen? Yeah, her sp- specific story is like her story to tell, okay. but I will s- just because of privacy. Sure. I just like yeah, but, and she doesn't have a show about it, so I feel like it's <laughs> no. not. My, you're like That's mine's on stage. Not my place yeah. to say it before totally. we started dating, but I do say that when we started dating, she realized she identified as Polly, mm-hmm. and that that was right for her and her yeah. happiness. And so I was like, oh, what does that mean? Let's. I we just both got out of monogamous relationships, yeah. and I had no desire. I just, the thought of sleeping with one person, I was just thinking about the sex at that point. Yeah. Seemed to me like not, I don't know. What I was interested in that. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this, let's be open. So we called it open and we were mm-hmm. casual and we were like, I was like, oh, we can make out with people and have sex with people. And then she fell in love with someone like a couple years after. Because uh, when you first start dating someone, you're nesting and you're, yeah, you have new relationship energy, you're infatuated. So you feel like you're going crazy because you can't stop. You know, everything right. reminds you of them. You're like, oh, my God, the color purple. This person has a purple scarf mm-hmm. like Ted. It's like you're right. cr- you're a teenager. Yeah. But that doesn't last forever. So I feel like we were like that. We were nesting. And then after that two year period of however long nesting and infatuation lasts. And it's not like you settle in, but you do start to think like, you know, you're it's natural for eyes to wander and you think about things. So we'd have discussions. Oh, we were still open. Can we act on it? And I was like, yeah, cool. And she got a girlfriend, like, just happened to, like, meet someone and fall in love with them pretty soon after. Uh, so we went from kind of being open to being like, oh, we're polyamorous, which is like, yeah. we have mu- there's multiple relationships. And it was tough to navigate, but um, it was eye-opening to be like, oh, it didn't really affect her love for me. Yeah. Or your dynamic. And or our yeah. dynamic. The only thing it affected maybe was the time mm-hmm. yeah. and communication and... I mean, I have anxiety and like all that jazz, but, um, I don't even know where I was going with this. It was the whole history, but oh yeah. So we are, so the past, like maybe two, oh God, two to three years is more what it's been polyamorous more than first, just like casual. We could maybe have like dating people. And are you the type of person, obviously as much as you want or don't want to reveal for you personally, is there comfort in knowing more in the more communication Oh, yeah. Or is it more like, okay, I don't need to know about that. You do your thing and we have what we have. I want to know every single. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would be the same way. That's why I asked. I think I would be the same way. I want to know everything. Communication is comfort. And that just in my. That's the whole ghosting thing. Like, I want to know. Right. It's like we have a different like for him. He's more like, I kind of don't need to necessarily know 
what your ex-boyfriend's favorite color was. Like, I know he existed, <laughs> yeah. but I don't need the details. And for me, I'm like, but what did she say about that? What, what did your ex think about the way you decorated the apartment? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, the more information is more comfort to me. Yeah. And for him, the less information is sort of like, he's like, I don't need to know. It's good to know why you want to know things. Is right. it about control? Right. Yeah. Or do you, is it a healthy? Because there's a difference. I used to want to know things because I think I wanted to control it. And then when I, I thought, oh, that's really unhealthy. I'm not. And then I was like, okay. I don't want to know things to control her. I want to know things to control my anxiety. Right. Which was a different um, relationship to the wanting to know. Because if you want to know to control, then it's you're never going to be able right. to control yeah. anybody else or yourself, totally. probably. So it's like that's, I think, a little unhealthy. But I did want to know because the things I created in my mind were crude. Like, I hate to use the word crazy, but they weren't yeah. logical. Right. And I would have these crazy, like, weird thoughts and they would stew in my mind. And finally, one day I was like, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're going to be like this, this, and this. And this is happening. And you guys are like laughing about me while fucking in a bathtub. <laughs> like, so specific. So specific. I know specific. like what CD is on <laughs> and like why you're laughing about me and how like, like, I don't know. You're like talking about me in a weird way because all the weird insecurities you have. Right. And she would just be like, that is not, that is false. That's not reality. <laughs> That's, that did not happen. And that, there's no plans for that to happen. I'd be like, oh, good to know. And then once it's out of your head. There's, I love there's no plans for that to happen. <laughs> She's like, there's no plans for that to happen. And she casually reaches behind her and crosses it off her calendar. She's like, oh, She's like no, more no, bath no, no more on Tuesday. <laughs> Make fun of Mindy's nipples with girlfriend. We're listening to Anya in bath with girlfriend. Delete. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Delete Google Calendar invite with girlfriend to make fun of my fiance's nipples in that time. <laughs> I have great nipples. If you're listening to this and you find Amazing me on Tinder, nipples. if you don't like them, please tell me about it in three paragraph text. <laughs> there are no bad nipples, though. It's all great. There are no bad nipples. Yeah. And that's the takeaway <laughs> I want everyone to have. That's the name this. of this. I want that on a t shirt yeah. right across my tits. No bad nipples. <laughs> There's no bad nipples, just I'm, I'm bad tits. Down, so I don't know. No, there are great tits. No, there are good tits. There are, there's also no bad tits. There are no bad tits. Oh, tits you are know, great. there's no bad anything as long as you're competent. Yeah. 100%. Hey. Listen, there's a card for every that's horse, it. and that's what matters. You got to find who loves you. There's a Pinterest page for everyone. It's true. I thought oh, you yes. were going to say there's a Pinterest page about carts and horses, is what I thought you might Just lonely horses and lonely carts. <laughs> Oh, that's my new Tinder profile. I'm just a horsey looking for a cart. <laughs> oh, you can I pull you along this journey of life? We can have more people because I'm pilot. <laughs> Let's go down my Oregon Trail. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. I hope you're writing this down. I mean, it's recorded. Great. Great. No, we can right. use this. Use Woo. it all. Don't Thank cut God. this or send it to me after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We weren't recording. No. Oh, no we, uh, <laughs> this whole time, we can't recreate oh, it. God. Oh, God. I mean, it'll always be in our hearts. Um, <laughs> hearts and minds forever. <laughs> I mean, Mindy, you're a true delight. Anything mm. else you want to regale us with? Or like, I mean, I feel I like we covered mean, a lot of ground. We covered a lot of ground. I'm excited to get ghosted. <laughs> I'm not. I know you have to come back. Like, you should come back in six months. You had yeah. me on too early. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's That should be your goal. This like, you need to come to us with stories in six months. This is the exposition this is part one Jewish Mindy yeah. rap. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bad nipples. And then we can be like, I found some. Yeah. Like you guys, I found a bad nipple. <laughs> she ghosted me, so she's a bad nipple. Yes. No, yeah, I'll will c- come back to you with I stories. I would yes. love you to come back and do stories. Wait, should we really I have quick- accountability now to date? I yes. <laughs> I know you like goals, so that'll be the goal. We'll just do six. What's six months away from October? I can't do math that much. Six I'm not a scientist. April. I'm not a scientist. You guys, I'm going to be no. deleting my Tinder in two weeks. <laughs> okay, I'm going to speed round this shit. <laughs> Six I mean, months. that's about as long as, I mean, yeah, that's about as long as I've lasted on it. But should I bumble or Tinder? Do you? You should definitely bumble. I <laughs> think that, well, but I don't know. I feel like from what I've heard, it sounds like this could be totally because I don't know. No one just, I haven't heard anyone talk about it on Bumble. I feel like Tinder just has more options for different types of relationships. It that's seems. what I've heard too. It seems that way. But, um, and then also, I don't know, like I met my current boyfriend on Bumble. I've had, I would say, more positive experiences on Bumble than on Tinder. 
But, but I think that's because you're your dating dudes. Poison. Well, that's true too, and that's why I exactly what I was gonna say. Like from a yeah, heteronormative like a perspective, bi, it's I don't like know. I. That's all I have. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'll have to go both and see. I've heard Bumble can be more like people who who have like jobs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean well, that in like look who's fancy one. That's what someone told me. They're like, well, Bumble's more for like. Maybe you'll find someone who young can professionals, yeah, or like sociopathic Wall Street <laughs> like bro murderers from again a hetero heteronormative perspective. Yes, I don't think I'm gonna open myself up to dudes on apps right now because because I don't have to. Just wade into I'm those waters. I'm interested to hear, yeah, about your yeah. experience. Yeah. So then it does. So then Bumble is the same as anything else, because the whole thing about Bumble is that like women have to do first. But if you're two women, then it's like, like, how does that even know who cares? Oh, yeah. is that what Bumble? Oh, is? yeah. Bumble, so it's like it doesn't really matter. Other than I guess the pools of people or whoever gravitates to being on the apps, the literal only difference is the woman has to initiate the conversation. But once if you're you women seeking the anyone, that, then, then then I think it's like that's why I think people. Exactly. If you're in a same sex relationship, it's like, why would you be on Bumble? Who cares? Like, there's yeah, that's no why I think it's like Tinder. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know that. And there was some yeah. Bumble ad, and I was like, this shit is gendered. I didn't understand yeah. why they gendered their ad, and that makes. It was, I was like, this is really binary. Why? And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Their whole concept is mm. is making yeah is making uh, hetero women feel like I sh- safe clearly by being I've able to initiate the conversation. I've yeah. done my research yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, so I'll come back with my Tinder. I would <laughs> love to hear. Bumby. What about, you remember plum- Plenty of Fish? Oh my I God. know someone who got married off of someone from Plenty oh, of Fish. Shit. And they suggest something for you to do or something? That's another one though, I think. Unless had, uh, Plenty of Fish changed. But there are Plenty of Fish I remember before apps when you just had to like log on your like mm-hmm. desktop on a Plenty of Fish. I went in a it's couple like of of that. Tower. Yeah. <laughs> you had to like get in your gateway and Isn't like, like coffee and a bagel right now too. there's oh, yeah. bagel coffee i don't get bagel. what coffee makes big i don't understand that at all i don't either my friend my, i have a friend on there um like a gay guy who's on coffee and bagel he enjoys it yeah but i don't know why yeah. or what the what are, and there's i mean there's other weird ones bagel, the one where they like you have the three openers and it just like automatically sends people openers Oh, there is one like, like that where you want, like it, but it's you don't know which one they're gonna send. There is one no. like that where you match. write like here are the op- here one. are the opening lines I would say to a person, and when you match, it automatically sends people an opening line that you've chosen. That is one of them. I forget I which one that, it is. I, I just found it. It might be coming. I just found out my partner. because oh, <laughs> sometimes I like to look at her Tinder and be like, you just wait, whatever. I uh, uses the same opening. <laughs> I'm totally outing her. Uses the same opening line. I guess people do that. Well, that I mean, sometimes, yeah, because it's so. It just dating in that way is a part time job, yeah. and you have to have like a return on investments at a certain point where you're managing your time and your energy. I was that you on OkCupid okay for the two weeks between my boyfriend and my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, OkCupid's okay, a good one. I went on like six days. I was like, okay, I'm gonna yeah, do. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I thought that was a lot. It was a lot. It, was like it is. I had to write an essay. You had like to prioritize it. Or choice. Was a lot. I met Pat on OkCupid. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And also, oh, I was going to do that as a segue to a plug, but now we're in the future. <laughs> we're, we are. We're in the past right now before our live show. Do you show. remember how good our costumes were? Our live show was so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It was you guys, I fucked everyone on Tinder. Mindy <laughs> 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 fucked everyone on Tinder. Woo! And She's plenty been of very fish. Busy. We had a great live show. You dressed, Aaron. You dressed as... Bumble. Bumble as a bee. I dressed as OkCupid. Okay it was great. That's <laughs> in the future, Mindy. It's yeah. happening on Friday. But to the listeners, it's in the past. It already happened. Time and space. It's very mm. complicated. Whoa. I don't know what's happening. It was great. No. Um, Mindy, thank you so much. Please come back again, sincerely, with an update. I Well, thanks for having me. I yeah. mean, come anytime. Sorry that my apartment commute is now a nightmare because anyone who's local in New York City knows that a couple of stops in Astoria, including mine, are shut down for eight months, which means eight years. Uh, so Mindy had to, like, take a horse and cart to get here. I traveled movie time <laughs> to get here. <laughs> movie time. Movie time? Like, one to three hours. Yeah. It was, like, crazy. No, that's not true. But no. um, I'm exaggerating. Mindy, if you want to take me to a wedding, I will be your plus oh, one. Oh, you want to be my plus one? Happily, I'm a great date. <laughs> I'm talking like friends with wine benefits. <laughs> like, just let me know. I can hustle. I will slow dance. I'm I will re- lead. You let me know. I'm putting in you in my plus one queue. Put me in your Rolodex. Uh, Mindy, tell the people where they can find out more about you and things they should know. You guys, you're loving this sweet 
nasal Jewy voice <laughs> and you want more of it, um, you can find me at Mindy RAF, like royalairforce.com, or find me on the Twitter or the Instagram, which is not my name because I joined it before I understood what it was. <laughs> And so my Instagram handle is Mindela <laughs> with three M's and you'll just, just find me. It's adorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Find my website. I'm going to be doing my solo show uh, in December. Which is called? Is it was called Keeping My Kidneys and we have just renamed it. Uh, which I haven't revealed yet, but by the time this is out, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's up to you. Or no, you don't I'm, have to. I think I revealed it on a podcast last week, too, and oh. I, I think that <laughs> just came out. So I'm like, ooh, that's the public is dying to know. And I'm like, whatever. The new title, um, it was Keeping My Kidneys, and the new title is um, Not the One, A Love Story. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. I, I like, like that. that. Thank you. That's good. So, where is it? Do you know where it is and all that jazz yet? Um, I have, no, I haven't okay. signed contracts with the theater yet uh but it will probably be playing like the first week of december so jess will go on your website yeah find all the dates follow her if you like cats just know that she has one watch <laughs> her episode of show me your kitty if you like cats polyamory <laughs> bisexuals and hot jewish nipples mindy's your gal uh, she's here for you yeah i was gonna say and anal and then i was like edit yourself and then i was like <laughs> only anal Oh. Only anal. <laughs> only anal. It's I'm my old headshot from college, and it's just like only anal, and I look like 22. <laughs> Can you just make that a fake profile just so we can see what the responses are? Is that are? my handle? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff already taken. Like, I'm, I'll oh. be like only anal, like 9,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 9 million. <laughs> just, yeah, only anal, uh, no bad nipples, and we'll see you guys next week. Boo. Boo. Bye. <laughs>